Welcome to Shine.fm's A Closer Look podcast, going a little deeper into the hearts and lives of the artists you hear on Shine.fm. And we've got Laura Story joining me today. You're in Georgia, right? Are you in Georgia? Uh, so I live in Georgia. That's where we live, but we're actually in South Carolina. We've been here for the past two weeks at my parents' house. So yeah. Okay. South Carolina. That's, All right. So we're, we're quarantining in South Carolina. Okay. Gotcha. That was what I was going to ask. Um, how, yeah. how are you doing with the, the whole quarantine thing, keeping the kids entertained? It's been a little bit crazy. It's been, it's been <laughs> wonderful though. It's been wonderful having the time with them, but yeah. the homeschooling thing has been a little bit of a, a learning curve for me. I had never done anything like that before. And so my oldest child is the only one in school right now. She's in first grade. And so I am learning first grade. I feel like I'm going through first grade again. It's a whole new level of responsibility, but I am, uh, it's been neat because she and I feel like have connected really well, but we've certainly had some bumps in the road and, and it's a lot. It's a lot for all these moms and dads that are out there trying to work full-time jobs remotely and yeah school their kids, all sharing the same devices, and all of us going through a little bit of grieving of things looking so different in our life than they did before. Mm -hmm. So with Timmy turned two? Yeah, he just turned two uh, while we were down here. So he turned two March 20th, and so he is, uh, golly, he's so much fun. Yeah, (laughs) but he's not my, he's my baby, but I feel like he's about to not be my baby like he's doing so much stuff on his own uh yeah he just pooped in the potty two days ago for the first time oh wow there we go (laughs) yeah so that's something we could do in quarantine yeah my child did did you film a birthday party or like what kind of things did you do to make it exciting for him when you couldn't have like play dates and all that fun stuff that you know we normally do (laughs) yeah well fortunately he's him being the fourth child, like all of his friends are his siblings. And yes. so he probably wouldn't have gotten a party anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> so he, we did a cake that we let him smear all over his, over his face. And, and mm-hmm. really, uh, he had a, just a sweet birthday. You know, the kids celebrating him, going around the table and talking about their favorite thing about him. And, and him being our last one, kind of the one that we never expected we would have. We all just kind of treasure him all the more. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, how's your arm? Good grief. Yeah, that's been the biggest. <laughs> the quarantine was transitioned enough. And then, uh, so I guess it's been, it's only been five days. I was riding my bike mm-hmm. and just not paying attention. That really is. <laughs> I felt like a, I feel like a dummy because I, I feel like I'm like, eight years old. I was, <laughs> I was riding my bike, not looking where I was going. And I think I hit a bump. I really don't even know. All I know is I just was on the ground and oh, no. so broke my elbow and <laughs> oh, really banged ow. up my leg and my other arm pretty badly. And so I am up and walking around and things aren't as swollen as they were a few days ago. So doing a lot better, but thank you for asking. It's uh, it's one of those things where I initially thought that the quarantine was kind of robbing me of some of my independence. Yeah. Well, I, golly, if I could only have the independence I had a week ago, like I'm like, my, my seven year old is applying my deodorant for me these days. It's just the... (laughs) 
that's the that another level humbling. of closeness. <laughs> Golly, it's just so humbling. I can't put my watch on by myself. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't put my hair up in a ponytail by my because I, mean, I I can't type an email by myself. It's really, it's really sad. But uh, <laughs> again, it's just for a season. I have to remind myself of that. I yeah. thought I've made it five days. I just have probably about three weeks and two more days of this. We'll see. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but you know, is there like a, the greatest challenge that you've experienced in all this or something that, you know, you're just like learning right now? Yeah. I think, uh, the biggest thing, you know, with the quarantine, with my arm, uh, one thing, and, and this is just to be pretty vulnerable. I, my initial response to all of this was to really be frustrated at how it was affecting me. You know, my child is home with me schooling her. Our vacation plans were changed. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever the thing is that I was robbed of, uh, my initial response was to really be frustrated about how, how this entire thing has inconvenienced me rather than, and, and not that that's wrong. I know that a lot of people, I mean, the Lord's doing a lot of things and, you know, in, in my heart and in others in that way of, of realizing, uh, you know, when something like anything that gets stripped from your hands, you kind of find out whether it was an idol by how you respond to it. Yeah. You know, if the Lord takes away a vacation that you were planning on, it's, it's not wrong to be sad, but if it totally dismantles me, then I, then I realized my heart really was in the wrong place in the first yeah. place. But <laughs> the bigger lesson for me is just how self-focused I've been and how I've processed this whole COVID-19 thing. Because it, it took me a couple of weeks for it really to sink in that people all over the world are dying, mm-hmm. that people all over the world are getting sick and just the enormous amount of loss is so much greater than my, than my mere inconvenience. And, yeah. and I, I say it, it's, it really exposes my own heart in that, which I don't, I don't even like to say it because I, it should have been my initial response. But one of the things that I've thought a lot about, you know, the Old Testament church understood lament a lot better than I think we do. I'm a worship leader at my church. And so I often, you know, think about the Psalms and how, you know, the Psalms being the Old Testament church's hymnal of, you know, that's what they sang in worship. And I think about the difference in their hymnal and our hymnal today. A lot of similarities as far as praise, as far as exalting, you know, God's name. But one of the the big differences is we don't lament. We don't, and it's different than confession in a sense where, Confession is you're confessing that you have done something wrong and asking God for forgiveness. Lament is simply grieving the effects of the fall. Mm-hmm. It's acknowledging that our world was marred by sin and that makes us sad and it yeah. makes us long for heaven. It makes us mm-hmm. long for when Jesus will come back and make all of that right. And so uh, I think about what we're facing right now. It is such a clear picture of the fact that this is not our home. Yeah. Such a clear picture of the rampant effects of sin, the mm-hmm. rampant effects of brokenness all over the globe. 
and it's okay for us to be to be sad about that and to really grieve that and 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 even to grieve how that affects us perfect personally and and th- those are the kind of things I'm trying to talk to my kids about I don't I don't want to be a, a Debbie Downer every yeah. day about it but just <laughs> to talk to them about hey if you don't yeah the the grocery store was out of the cereal that you wanted yeah we're going to need to use napkins for toilet paper today these things are not a big deal considering what everyone else in the world is facing yeah and trying to find that balance because ultimately I want my kids to look back on this as a serious time but also a sweet time of refining for our family that's what I'm Mm -hmm. hoping yeah so in what ways are you encouraging your kids um well we are honestly just more time together I would say intentionally spending more time together but Mm -hmm. honestly there's nowhere else there's no one else to spend time with so (laughs) it's it's kind of been imposed upon us (laughs) but but wanting to wanting to pray every day pray every day for our world for our nation for the healthcare workers that are you know really volitionally exposing themselves for the good of others which is just enormous the fact that I went to the ER with a broken arm and there were people there that Mm -hmm. were still serving and still, uh, you know, risking a lot to serve. So I'm talking to the kids about that, but also talking to them about Jesus being our hope. And I know that sounds, it sounds basic and it may sound cheesy, but you know, as adults, as kids, we like structure. My kids want to know when they're going to go back to school. And I have no idea. My kids want to know when they're going to get to see their friends. And I have no idea. And the truth is all of us are looking for hope somewhere and and we tend to look for it in if I could just have a clear definitive answer for when this is going to be over or if we could just have a cure for this or that and those things are good things to pray for but ultimately our hope can only be found in the person of Jesus mm-hmm. and and trusting that God is in control of this as simple as that sounds as it's the stance of God's people throughout history. So of course it's simple, but (laughs) um, it's like someone told me a long time ago, they were like, yeah, we're great at being a people of faith up until we actually need to use faith, Mm -hmm. you know? And we are in a day and age where we, we have to trust God or all of our decades of faith prior to this were for nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. So that's, that's what we're choosing to do as a family is to trust yeah. God. What are you doing to personally stay encouraged? Oh, well, I'd say uh, our church had just started a, a Bible reading, reading through the book of Mark. And so I've been, I've been doing that. And it's been so neat because it's, you know, it's all of these miracles that Jesus did, which that's neat in and of itself. But one of the commentators I've been reading and also our pastors at our church have been focusing on is that the point of the miracles wasn't just to wow people and show them, oh, this, is, this really must be God. The point of the miracles were to, was to show Jesus's authority over all things. Mm-hmm. So he heals someone showing his authority over disease. He, he calms a sea to show his authority over nature. And so just that in and of itself, it's been amazing to see this reminder every day in scripture that Jesus really is in control. Even in the midst of things feeling out of control, believing that he really has authority over all things. Yeah, that's so cool. (laughs) 
If you could say something to encourage one listener right now, what would you say? I would say in the midst of fear and uncertainty and for some people, job loss and poverty and social distancing, I know that it tends to feel lonely, but I just want to remind you that you are not alone. And even I was telling our congregation uh, through video uh, as I was leading worship, I said, we're all singing these songs, you know, in our pajamas from our couch on our own devices, you know, but we still sing as one church. And church isn't just this thing that we, this service we attend, it's who we are. It's that because of the work of Jesus, we are one body. And if you feel detached if you feel lonely, if you feel displaced, remember it's not just that you are not alone because he's with you. You're not alone because the church doesn't cease to be the church even when we're not meeting together. Mm-hmm. You may be out of community right now, but you are still part of a community, part of a family, and you're valuable. So hang in there. This, this too shall pass. Thank you so much for your time hey, thank for your you. encouragement. <laughs> Thanks for listening to A Closer Look. For more content like this, subscribe to the Shine.fm podcast channel from Olivet Nazarene University.